Hey, hey, now, all of my beautiful fellow humanians out there. I welcome you to the Back on Track podcast brought to you by I Am Somebody. I am your host, Jennifer Bulbrook, and in this space, we share personal experiences. We discuss serious issues, including all things mental health and working through the process of having our thoughts serve us by incorporating new techniques into our daily lives. At I Am Somebody, we own who we are because we are somebody. And as you know, our season two, we are been doing special guests. And today we have a very special guest with us today. We have special guest. I'm going to say special guest a lot apparently today. Uh, we have Kalina Powell. Did I get that right? Your name, Kalina Powell? Yeah. Awesome. It's such a pretty name. I wanted to make sure. <clears throat> Sorry about that. So Kalina, I am so happy to have you here today. I'm, I know you're going to talk about um, the deaf community and mental health and, um, you know, the inclusiveness and all that jazz. And I'm just really looking forward to hearing more about yourself and your journey and the work you do. And um, so yeah, I'm going to pretty much just kind of hand you the mic and uh, you can take it away. So welcome, Kalina. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here today. My name is Kalina. I am an entrepreneur who help people with the topic team. And I am a deaf advocacy to teach people how to be inclusive on social media platform and even off the social media, what they can do better is be inclusive for someone with deaf. I am an upcoming author and I'm a mental health coach as well. And yeah, that's all I am so far. <laughs> that's a lot of things too. Lots of different little hats you wear. <laughs> oh yeah just like a lot but I mean it's like a lot of work so keeps you busy I assume yes yes busy. but you have you you as you talk about it you um as you're just like even not even talk about it you haven't even talked about it but just introducing it you have this smile and this glow within <laughs> so it's definitely work that you enjoy doing for sure so can you exactly. tell us can you tell us a little bit more about um the work that you do yeah, definitely. So the work I do, so basically I am an international speaker as well. So I speak on a lot of podcasts, schools, and big schools and, and events, seminars, just to teach people that the voice should be heard. If I can do it, you can do it. And also teaching people how why it's important to be inclusive. I teach people that and my book coming up, so my book is about me being deaf in the hearing community, which is very interesting because a lot of people I know never read a book based off a deaf author before, so this mm. will be a really interesting book for a lot of people, so I'm super excited for people to read it, yeah. especially the hearing community. Um, and also to my mental health coach, I, I, uh, sorry, my mental health coach for, for young professionals, I help with self-esteem and dying and depression. Mm -hmm. uh, just because myself, I've been through it myself. Being deaf is not something easy because communication is a very big thing nowadays, especially when you're interacting with someone. You have to hear consistently, like 24 seven. your ears are always open. For me, mine is not always open because I'm just like, I want to shut down the world, right? Yeah. So it's it's so true communication they always say is key to everything and so to be able to find a way to communicate with the world when the world is like a majority of us are hearing and you're not i'm sure that in itself is a um journey and 
I couldn't imagine because I'm, I, I, I'm not obviously because I'm hearing, um, but I could just imagine the um, struggles that you would go through and to be having to be able to, um, I guess, alter and work around the society and the community that you're in because we're all hearing and you're deaf, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how does that like do you read lips? Is that how that goes? How does that yeah. work? <laughs> so my uni, uh, thankfully my hearing did very well. It's not it doesn't give me a difficult sub listening. So my hearing super well right here through my hearing and I'm a lip reader too. So I rely heavily on lip reading so I can finish the sentence. Mm. And is that how um, I'm just going to kind of go with a bunch of curiosity questions. Some questions I may actually know the answer to, but I do know that it's some questions other like the viewers may have. <clears throat> if I overstep or say something or whatever, just let me know. Um, so I'm assuming that you were born deaf. Is that no, correct? I'm, no, no, I was See? not born deaf. All right. So here we go. <laughs> All right. Deaf. I became deaf at the age of four okay. due to an infection. Um, unfortunately, I went to a daycare and uh, my doctor prescribed me an ear job. And the daycare did not follow instructions. That same day, they did not follow the instruction. I went home and became deaf. <gasps> and it was crazy because I was watching TV. The TV was loud, apparently. But I didn't realize until my mom tapped my shoulder and she would tell me, she said, Kalina, I called you. Um, and I looked at my mom dead in the face, like, and she's like, hello. And then that's when my mom realized something was off. And, I'm like, and then my mom was like, are you not hearing? And I said, I can't hear you, mom. And my mom freaked out. And she's like, what? Can you, can and then my mom panicked. And yeah. she calls my grandma. My grandma luckily was a nurse. And uh, my grandma rushed home from the hospital, did some testing with me. And my grandma said, okay, Kalina's not choking. She, like, she can't hear me at all either. I went to my family doctor. The next day, he said, it's too late. There's nothing we can do. Wow. That is, like, that's, like, something you would think is just in the movies type thing. Like, that's, in- yeah. that's crazy. Do you remember this? Yeah, I did remember it very well. Like, I remember looking at my mom's face. And I went to the doctor confused because I couldn't hear. So I'm looking all over the place confused as heck. My mom was like, okay, this is insane. How are we going to do? And then I couldn't get my hair needs in the next four days. And I was even more confused because I'm like, why am I seeing another doctor? And that's mm-hmm. not my doctor. And then I was just so super confused. I thought something was wrong with me. It was really toxic for me. Yeah. And what was like the adjustment? For, like, do you remember the adjustment period for you? I'm assuming it would be quite an adjustment. But at that age, I'm not even sure if you would even remember too much of that I mean I can't remember a few things I remember when I first got my hearing to my ears I pulled it out very quickly because it was too loud in my ears mm. and my mom would hold my hand for the hand I can so that I can hear mm. and then that's when my mom said her name my name but it was very hard because I was not hearing the same voice as I was but about the hearing so when I was hearing the voice is different but oh. the hearing Oh, so yeah. so the what you were hearing the actual like voice was different than prior. Oh, no. is that um something that typically happens with like hearing aids and that that the it's a change in. It may seem few voices. I know some people they said 
it may be the same and some people it's the same, but really depend on people sharing. Mm. Well, I must say, like, with having this, um, I guess being deaf kind of got thrown at you, um, but you have been able to accomplish so much in your short life so far. Um, you know, you, I, at the beginning, you were just telling a little bit about yourself and you definitely wear many, many hats. Um, you had stated that you have a book coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about the book? Yeah, definitely. My book is really, it's a poetry book. It's about me being deaf and hearing community, like I said. It's more of like educational, what it's like to be deaf, and my thought of being in the hearing community. And also a way of, you know, like different areas in terms of mental health, dating. A lot of people always ask me about dating. So I do want people to know and understand what it's like to be dating someone who, who would have a disability, not just deaf. Mm-hmm. And um, areas in terms of social media, and you know, how do I deal with my life every day? How do I tell someone to be inclusive for me? How do I do that? So my book definitely shut down a lot of those topics. Nice, I love it because I am like just like I said, like I'm not aware of um, the community, and I know it is from what I've heard, um, it's a very kind of knit close community. It can be. Um, and so have you ever, I guess, I don't want to say you've ever been part of the community, but you talk about the hearing community. Um, have you, did you ever go to like to a deaf school or were you always just kind of been a part of a more of a hearing community? Um, so I went to both actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I when I studied middle school, I went to two school. So half time, half time for both schools. So the, in the morning I would go to the deaf school, and then in the afternoon I go to hearing school. Um, it was really it was a rewarding opportunity of, of great experience because I was able to learn who I am mm-hmm. in both communities. In the deaf community, I was more myself. In the hearing community, I would not myself. So my personality kind of shifted, and it was I felt like I had a boarded personality or something like a, you know like a bipolar I would know and it was just crazy and um you know and I the deaf school really taught me about how to advocate for myself what is best for me in the classroom and then I bring it with me and bring it to the hair school because a lot mm-hmm. of the teachers I know in the hand community they didn't know how to be inclusive for someone who's deaf I felt like I was the first student that was deaf but again mm-hmm. they were not inclusive and it was unfortunate because um, my principal, too, treated me different, put me in different classes that I didn't even need to be in. It's like my family did not have this expectation of me. They said for me to go this way. That's not fair. Why are you putting my daughter without my permission? So I felt like the hand community was, didn't even know what to do mm-hmm. with me. So I felt really disappointed because my family had different expectations than they did. So when I got to the hearing community, you know, it was fun. I was doing good, you know. I learned a lot about sign language. Unfortunately, I don't know how to do sign language because no one in my family does it. Mm-hmm. My reason why my family did that was because they wanted me to be independent when I get older, mm-hmm. not having to rely on sign language. And my mom thought 10 years from now, there's not going to be a lot of ASL be teaching, right? Or no one to them know it. So that's why I don't do sign language. And mm. honestly, I just assumed that anyone that had the hearing problem that was deaf did sign language for some reason I just assumed that so that was like that's bad on my part for assuming that so yeah um 
I'm sure there are quite a bit of um, assumptions in that that are out there about the deaf community. And um, I'm just like there are about any um, type of humans out there. We have so many assumptions about people. It's insane. Um, what are some assumptions do you think that um, you hear most um, that people talk about the deaf community that would you would say are false? Um, one thing is, I know, like, sign language, like, you feel, right? So, people think every deaf person does sign language on top of the law, not everyone do, because everybody grew up in different areas and families, right? I know I have a friend who, who is deaf, but doesn't have parents, but does sign language. And I want to tell people that not everybody likes sign language all the time, because I hand get tired, get exhausting, mm-hmm. and um, the second thing is the terms. A lot of times, people say hearing impaired, not correct people don't say that because a lot of times hearing impaired mean deaf and dumb, apparently. That's what I found out. Mm. So, better way to say that, what represented the deaf community, you would say either deaf person or hard of hearing. So, a lot of people do not like hearing impaired at all, especially if you are representing the deaf community. Don't say that. Um, uh, also, too, I thought people don't be afraid to touch the deaf person. I know a lot of people be afraid to like tap their shoulder, but like, are they hearing me? I don't, I don't know. Should I, can I mm. go ahead and do it? Cause they most likely need you to do that. hundred percent. It's okay to do that. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's something I was going to ask you was, is it something, cause you know how, um, when you try to get someone's attention, you will, you know, call their name. And when some people find it rude, when you put your hand in front of their face and things like that. And so is there any proper way to approach somebody who is deaf and that may not be able to, well, obviously they can't hear you. Like, is there a proper way to approach somebody? I would say to tap them on the back. Yeah. Not too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to push them over. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, And I know you do a lot of work with um, anxiety and confidence. Um, Do you work strictly with people that are deaf? No, my doors are open to everybody because I know I had a client who who doesn't have a disability, but she just loved my work. And she's like, I love it because you you went through so much more than I have mm. and hearing from you would definitely help me even more. Like I would learn different skills I can do to overcome my self-esteem and anxiety and depression. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And you definitely have the strength um, within you and you have a glow about you when you talk about the work that you do. So I, I am not surprised that people are drawn to you. Um So you, your doors are open to anybody, male, female, any age. Yeah. Um. Actually, I have a specific age, so it's less than thirty and down. So yeah. So you work with thirty and down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Male, female. Um. All, all, all of it. Um. I was gonna ask you another question, and my brain just went blank. <laughs> <laughs> um. So do you um. When people want to come and work with you, do they come and work with you strictly because they're anxious or do they come and want to work with you for a number of reasons? They come and work with me a number of reasons. Yeah. That's <laughs> never that one specific. I'm like, oh, okay, one second. How many work you try to do with me? So, um, so yeah, it's, I can be overwhelmed sometimes because everybody just wants 
need the help from so bad. And I'm like, I can only do it step by step. Right? I don't want to overwhelm the person too, right? Especially the workload, especially when you work with someone. Mm-hmm. You don't want to overwhelm the workload. Right. Yeah. Totally understand that. And do you do one-on-one groups or one-on-one groups? Do you do one-on-one or do you do groups? Do you do both? I do both. And as well as couples. Oh, nice. And so do you um, meet people through like um, Zoom or do you do in person? Do you do both? I do through Zoom just because I'm in Canada. Yes. So I know a lot of my clients are American. So, <laughs> so I'm sorry, Zoom. <laughs> yeah, no. And you know, it's funny because Zoom to me seems a little more convenient too. You don't have to leave the house. <laughs> It just seems it's less time, you know, because you don't have the travel time and everything else. But um, yeah, I totally get it. Um, And so if people wanted to come and work with you, um, is there a free consult call? How would they get a hold of you? Um, I have a free 15 minute consultation call um, just to walk through everything, see what it's about. And then we take it from there. Okay, awesome. And do you have a website? Yes, Japanese yes. website is cleanerempowerment.com. Okay. And I know you probably have Facebook and uh, Instagram and all that jazz. And I will definitely put all of your contact information in the show notes so that people can find it easily and they can easily reach out to me and I can get them in contact with you as well. Is there anything else that you would like to add? I know we're kind of short on time today. Um, and that's my bad, folks, because I had technical issues because I don't know how to press <laughs> um, unmute on the microphone. <laughs> um, but um, I definitely welcome. Thank you for coming on. Um, and if there's anything that you would like to maybe say, um, if there's anything that you were like, no, like this is something I really wanted to address beforehand. Is there anything? Um, no, my last word I would say is do not be afraid to come out. Do not be afraid to use your voice because you never know who needs your voice. I love it. And that is so true. And as I said, that's why I use this platform so that there's more places for people to talk about themselves, their journeys, the work they do, because they're not alone. You're not alone. None of us are alone. And it's so great to know that we have another resource out there. Um, Before we do the closing, what is the name of your book again? Every day I am just deaf. Every day I am just deaf. And I will also put that in the show notes as well. And you said it was coming out. It hasn't come out yet, correct? No, not yet. May 1st is my goal to get it up. May 1st? Yes. Awesome. My birthday is May 2nd. So maybe it'll be a oh birthday. God. Yeah. So maybe it'll be a birthday present for myself. I will Yay. definitely pick up a copy. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kalina. I really appreciate you being here and taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on and jump on and talk with all of us. And I would love to have you maybe on again on the future and we can maybe talk a little bit more detail on some of the work you do um, and some more about your journey, because I'm sure that the viewers are just as curious as I am to know more. So, um, yeah. So thank you again so much for coming on, Kalina. I really appreciate it. Okay, guys, it was a quick one this week, but it was not a boring one for sure. And if you want to know any more information, 
about the deaf community or about or if maybe you've recently become deaf or maybe you just want um to have a new friend in Kalina you will be I will re- I will put all her information in the show notes so that you can easily reach her or you can come through me and I will put you in contact with her. So guys, remember, say it with me and say it loudly and say it proudly. I am somebody. Take care until next week, guys. Love you all.